Welcome to the Ottawa Valley Sports Series Podcast, your source for sport in the Ottawa Valley. My name's Noelle and I'm your host. Tune in on Tuesdays every other week as we interview local athletes, teams, coaches, sport organizations, and businesses who are continuing to empower and inspire the next generation of sport in our community. In today's episode, I will be interviewing Jillian Loden and Donna Sarazen, who both play a vital role in the success of the Empire McNabb Ringette Association. Jillian is the publicist and social media coordinator, and Donna Sarazen is the president. The Empire McNabb Ringette Association is a not-for-profit organization that is dedicated to delivering competitive multi-level ringette play throughout their season, which spans from September to March. Their vibrant league caters to various divisions and age groups, making it accessible to players of all levels. On top of their commitment to play, they also offer specialized goalie clinics, which adds an extra layer of support for their players. Furthermore, in an exciting development this year, they've forged a dynamic partnership with Next Generation Hockey, offering their players an exhilarating power skating program. With their latest season having kicked off just last month, it's evident that the Empire McNabb Renat Association has a super exciting season ahead of them. Thank you so much, Jillian and Donna, for coming on the Ottawa Valley Sports Series podcast today. I'm thrilled to have you both here to share all the new and fascinating developments over the years as well, and the specialized programs that you guys offer and exciting plans for this upcoming season. Thank you so much for having us. I think we're both really happy to be here. Yes, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, so, so tell us a little bit about the Empire Magnet Association. Like, when did it start? So Ringette was invented in North Bay by Sam Jacks back in 1963, and it didn't make its way to Arnprior until 1983. So Glenn Arthur and his wife were, um, he was the recreational director um, in Arnprior back then, and he brought it to Arnprior in the 1980s. He introduced it in school gyms, and then it kind of gained some traction from there. They started doing um, on-ice play in 1983, and realized there was a lot of interest at that time. So it really grew and developed from there. And then we saw over the course of the 90s, a lot of other small towns in the region also had ringette associations. So Armpire McNabb has been around for 40 years. Wow. But then as the other associations started to fold in the like late uh, 1990s, early 2000s, Armpire just stayed alive, which was great. And so now our home rink is the Glen Arthur Arena, which is named after our founder in the region. Um, and that just happened a couple of years ago. So it's it's wonderful that we have his name on the wall and a ring named after him, keeping something alive for the past 40 years. It's awesome. Wow. I had no idea that it's, you know, it's been around. Well, it's been around for a while. I remember I grew up in Beechburg and I, I, I'm a nineties baby. So uh, we used to, I used to play ringette when I was really young. So it's interesting that you're kind of saying that, you know, it, it picked up in the nineties. Cause yeah, I do remember ringette was really popular. Um, but it's amazing that, you know, it's it's held that long in Empire. Absolutely. And we've had continuous growth for the last 10 years. Wow. Wow. And has there been many changes to the association over the years? For sure. Actually, in the last few years, we've seen a good amount of growth. 
and a lot of increase the younger in the younger ages coming in. So before we used to have about one team per division, but now we're seeing two, three, four teams this year in a, a specific division. So the other changes that we've seen as we started to implement, as you mentioned, some goalie clinics, some power skating, um, and all of these extra bonuses have really fostered an area for like skill development. And we're, we're really as, like creating these well-rounded athletes. And so we're really trying to introduce more structure into our clinics, into our programs, so that we can really develop our players to be stronger athletes as we continue to grow the association. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. The Goldie Clinics and power skating. That's, that's super interesting that you guys are doing that. Yeah, it's been great. And then Donna also hosted um, an officials night to really focus on explaining the rules and some of the ref signals and all these other extra things that sometimes our fans may not realize are what's happening on the ice. Like they're enjoying the sport, but they may not recognize kind of the signs and symbols from the referees. So it's nice that we've been able to really branch out and expand sort of our teachings that go beyond the ice. Yeah, it, it sounds very like uh, well-rounded. You know, you're trying to get everybody to understand different parts of the game. Mm-hmm, for sure. And now with the clinics and programs, how, do you find they've been really effective? Has there been a lot of girls showing up for it? Absolutely. And I think it's something that um, a lot of our younger players maybe were really looking for and we've kind of looked um outwards before so it's nice that we have them internally now lots of feedback we received from families and players has been really good very positive and we're seeing a significant amount of improvement and confidence in our players in our goalies and kind of that that team camaraderie because they're it's the same players on the ice uh, week after week together so we're seeing a lot more of that that camaraderie that community between the teams and most importantly we're seeing so much more interest right there's a lot of appetite from our athletes, from our families. So we're thrilled to see them come together in, in more than just their individual team sort of way. Yeah, and, and they're learning individually, right? They're progressing um, with these clinics, with these programs. You know, it's it, I can see definitely how that would help build their confidence, you know, and then helping, you know, as they get back on the ice and they're playing. So that's amazing that you guys are doing that. Yeah, we love it. And are you guys looking to expand or add any further programs in the future? I think as we continue to develop, I think we're always looking at ways that we can further develop the skills and, and really foster that development for our young players and our maturing players. Um, we have a lot of new coaches and, and new volunteers within the association and some who are current or past ring at players. Um, so we really lean on them to help us work on skill specific programs. So I think we're always looking to expand, but um Right now, we don't like what we have right now is we have for this year. And then uh, we'll see you next year if we have additional programs being offered. Okay. Okay. Well, it's still amazing, though, what you guys are offering. You guys are offering a lot on top of just playing, right? Like you said, you're even doing that officiating thing, which is helping, you know, everybody understand the game, which is great. Um, now, are the programs and clinics offered all year round or how does that work? So right now our ringette season is is certainly it mirrors kind of the ringette Ontario season. So it kind of runs from like the fall until about March. So I believe it's like September to March. That's really our, our season there. There are some things that are offered um, off season, but not necessarily run through the association. So we do have, we do see the, the, the community has um, some ringette camps that have come to Arn Prior and then they host those a couple of times in the summer. And there has been some other coaches and other uh, families who've done um, off-season ringette sessions. In the off-season, there are some other coaches and families who are looking at further developing uh, the off-season with their 
with their players. And so me personally, with another coach of mine, we've run some, um, some six weeks programs that are just a shinny, shinny ice that um, allows the kids to still come out, see their friends, get on the ice and work on some skill specific workshops without it being fully developed in the program. So although Arn Prairie's league kind of ends in March, um, a lot, there's a lot of other opportunities and options for kids to participate in the sport all year round, including through um, the town of Arnprior, they have shinny ringette throughout the season or the summer rather. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Well, that's really nice. There's, there's options all year round, which is, you know, appealing for people that are really, really wanting to improve. Like you said, skill development stuff that you're offering. That's great. You know, for when they're not in the the busy season, they can kind of, you know, like a six week program. That's nice. It gets them back moving. And that's great that you guys offer that. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Now, now for gameplay, I know that now, uh, I'm going to ask Donna a little bit, like, um, just about for gameplay. Uh, so how many divisions do you guys have, like age groups? Could you kind of give us a bit of an idea? Yeah, for sure. So um, we currently have 11 teams in different age groups, um, ranging from four-year-olds to 16-year-olds. We host different uh, we host different divisions every season, just depending on how many registrants we have and their ages. This season, we have four teams in the U10 division and three teams in the U12 division, one of which Jill coaches. So this is definitely great for the future, bring it an umpire, but you know, we also can't forget about our 14, our U14 and our U16 divisions in which we have one team each. So basically as long as we have enough registrants, we will field a team. Um, We also have a kind of, it's called learn to skate. Um, We call it our bunnies division our fun one division where they can be as young as four years old and uh, they're learning the game and then we also have a fun two division which is uh, under eight years old and they're a step above the fun one division but not quite ready to play games yet um, on a full sheet of ice okay okay so yeah we have lots of divisions yeah i see that they're they're scattered through you said to four years old all the way up to 16? Yep. Uh, all the way up to 17, actually. 17. Wow. Yeah, that's incredible. And then and then you said there's even a few of those that you have multiple, right? Multiple teams within the divisions. Yeah. Um, our U10, which is under 10 years old, we actually have four teams this year. And our U12, we actually have three teams. Wow. So that's why it's uh, looking to be, uh, it'll be a great future for those players within on prior that's amazing and to think you know that's that is that just you're getting people in on prior like kids that are playing because that's huge interest like you guys are doing great yeah we're actually on prior mcnab so Bryside. so it's the the two townships combined oh wow but that's still that's amazing the interest you guys have in on prior for Morant, that's great it is we like to see that at the young ages and hopefully they stick around right till they're 17. Oh, well, that's great, though. No, you you know, you're filled up in all those divisions. Like, that's great. Yeah. F- for the divisions, um, do you guys do tryouts for them or is it open to everybody? So it is open to everyone up to the age of 17. Um, okay. We have it. We go through a sort out process in the fall, whereas we place girls on teams based on their ages. So like this year, if there's more than one team for that age group, we hold sort out to evaluate the skills of the girls. 
Okay. Um, as we, we want to make balanced teams within that age group. Okay. And that makes sense. Yeah. And certainly for anyone over the age of 17, there's also an adult league. We don't have a team here in Empire. There's um, a big growing in the Ottawa area. But I mean, if we had enough players, we could host a team. But we, we just haven't come to that yet. Oh, no, but you guys are still doing really great. You know, that's yeah. A, yeah. a lot of teams and you're filling almost every division there. So that's great. Yeah, we're definitely excited for that. Ah, and now I'm, I'm going to go back to Jillian. Is there any specific plans or goals for this season specifically? Um, For this year, we have like as an association, we've got lots in the works. Like some of our teams are getting more involved in the community. They're looking at giving back and promoting the sport and their team. We've seen some increase, like as we were talking about, an increase of numbers. We've seen lots of friends join at the older, like the U U10, or I guess the Fun 3 and the U12 division. So just really kind of promoting and attracting more girls to ringette and increasing our, I guess, exposure to the sport. Because really it's open to anyone to come out and try. And as Donna mentioned, we do a sort out so that it's balanced and um, everyone's fit where they're meant to play. So really, we're just encouraging our kids to get out and do more for our so for our community this year. Oh, well, that's great. And heading back to Donna now, are there any big events or tournaments coming up? Absolutely. That, this is perfect timing. Our association tournament is coming up December 1st through 3rd at the uh, Nick Smith Center in Empire. Oh. So we're encouraging everyone to come on out and watch some action-packed games. Um, Ring it is one of the fastest games on the ice. So we're we're going to have lots going on throughout the weekend on and off the ice. Um, we're, we're hosting teams from all over Ontario. We have teams from Sudbury coming. We have teams from the Montreal area coming. Oh, wow. So yeah, it's uh, in, in all age divisions as well, from the little guys, the uh, yeah, six, seven-year-olds, right up to the 16 and 17-year-olds. And actually, we're also hosting... Um, some adult teams so the the league that i was talking about that happens in the ottawa area oh we are hosting a division for them as well we had enough teams interested in coming out so yeah it's uh, it'll be great fun and on that note if i can say we're also still looking for sponsors for our tournament so if anyone is interested in getting in uh, in promoting their business please reach out to us through our website and we can uh, get that set up um, we're also going to be hosting a food drive that weekend, and uh, then we're going to make a donation to the Empire Food Bank. So if you're coming out to watch some action, bring uh, bring a canned good with you. Wow, you that is a really you know a really busy weekend. You know, with all the with the tournament and then the food drive. You know what I mean? That's it is. But that sounds extremely exciting as well. It is. We're we're looking forward to it. I feel like we have an army of people getting all this ready. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I'm sure it's going to be amazing, though. And you're like you said, you're bringing you know teams and players from all over. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. A lot of a lot of teams like to go, especially the uh, the teams from Montreal. They like to go to different tournaments throughout the season and play against different teams. So this is a chance for them to do that by uh, coming oh. to our tournament. Oh, well, that's I'm I'm super excited for you guys. You guys are going to have to let me know how everything goes and I'll be checking social media and try and share as much that I can. Uh, but I, I really hope it goes great. Yeah, so do we. <laughs> <laughs> and now over the course of the season, um, 
what are some specific attributes or skills that you want your athletes to develop or improve? Like, are there specific goals that you have? Yeah. So as an association, we strive to develop on a skills for all our players. We want them to be the best that they can be. Um, as mentioned this year, we have our power skating and goalie clinics that help with that. But each individual team also has weekly practices where they work on skating as well as their ringette skills. And then these get put into play during their weekly games where our teams either play here and on prior at our home rink or they travel to the Ottawa area to play uh, one of the many teams in Ottawa. Okay, but that but that's great. Yeah, teams also get to participate in tournaments of their choice. Um, oh. There's, you know, tournaments all over the province. Some teams choose to go to Quebec, the Montreal area for tournaments as well. Again, just to play different teams. Um, and I mean, honestly, there's tournaments all across Canada, a little costly, but, you know, <laughs> some teams do decide to go that route. They do fundraising and yeah, it's, it's a great experience for them. That's, that's nice though. It's the freedom to kind of, you know, go to different provinces and play different teams and expose yourself to different styles of the game because I feel like everywhere yeah yeah, like everywhere is a bit different so you're gonna learn different things in different places I feel it is and honestly those are some of my best memories oh but (laughs) it's fun getting to go to the away tournament (laughs) ah but you and you also you know build relationships as you do that with everybody so it's it's absolutely yeah yeah it's a big part of it well I'm I'm glad that all you know all the kids get to experience that you know with you guys yeah, I mean, we host every different skill level, right? Like girls are placed on a team, but, you know, by the end of the season, it all it all comes together. And as long as they're all having fun. Oh, well, that's all that matters. Yep. Now, heading back to Jillian, uh, how would you say the Empire McNabb Ringette Association differentiates from other ringette leagues in the area? You know, our association is still quite small. Like we've grown substantially in the last few years, but we're different because we are so small. So we're fierce and we're mighty and we definitely earned our place in the competition in the region. And so as we've seen that increase in participation with all the other um, programs that we're developing, we're really like, we're seeing that our small but mighty association really tends to stand out. And there's a good sense of community between the players. And, and I always say to my teammate or to my kids, like, you know, ring out as a community. So on the ice, you're, your competitors, but off the ice, you're part of a community. And so really trying to foster that sense of community is, is really important. Yeah. And it's very true. It's that sense of community. It's the, you know, it, it makes a difference, a really big difference, uh, for kids, you know, and people feeling part of even like a sense of belonging to that community, you know? So that's great that you guys, you know, you guys are doing that. Absolutely. And it, we're like, as Donna mentioned, we're Arm Prior Brace or Arm Prior McNabb Brace, but we extend as far as Almont, Packenham, Fitzroy, and everything in between. So, our association really has people from all over our little region. And it's nice because, um, and I can speak from a personal experience where my children, we live in Almont. So, there is no community here for us to play ring at. So, we travel to Arm Prior. And there's a whole other sense of relationships that are built and being created in these small associations that they don't have the opportunity to build in our hometown. So Arm Prayer really welcomes and has made a big difference for a lot of players that, you know, reside slightly outside the Arm Prayer McNabb boundaries, which has been great. 
Aw, I love that though. You know, it even going further than Empire McNabb and being able to bring people together to play, you know, something that you guys all love. We do, and we'll welcome people from wherever they are in this area. Um, the community has definitely been a great supporter um, for our Ringette Association, and that's why this year we decided to do uh, the food drive and, you know, give back to our community who has given to us. Aw, well, that's great though. And, and doing that, you know, giving back to the community is a great thing, right? And being thankful and grateful. Like, you know, you guys you guys are doing great things in On Prior and offering um, such a fun sport for girls to play. Uh, it's just, you know, like coming from someone who played ringette when she was little, it just makes me happy to, you know, see how well you guys are doing. Yeah, it's one of those life lessons we hope all our players, you know, will appreciate we the community supports us and we support them as well oh oh well last but not least um i'd love to know both your stories and what fueled your passion for ringette it's up to you guys whoever you'd like to go first but i'd love to hear your stories hey donna how about you start us off <laughs> sure um yeah so gosh i started um i've been involved in ringette over 35 years now. I started at the ripe young age, um, five, six years old. My um, my parents had me in figure skating and I was told that I was a little too competitive for figure skating, if that's possible. So that, my neighbor told us about this game of ringette. So um, I joined that and uh, just flourished from there. Basically, I uh, played for Gloucester most of my playing days. And um, I played double A, attended many provincial events, national events. Um, I actually played in the first world championship in Gloucester, which was held in 1990. So that was a great experience playing against different countries. Um, and from there, I went on to coaching. I uh, got involved with my daughter. I coached her all the way up through the ages as well. And uh, yeah, just. It's just such, it's such a great community, I think, of Ringette. Um, my best friends today stem from Ringette, basically. I, you know, grew up playing with them, and they're still my best friends today. So I, I, I have a lot to be thankful for in that respect with, uh, with the Ringette community. I wouldn't change a thing. Ah, well, it, it seems like it really played a big role in your life, you know, through your own life as a child and growing up through it and then with your daughter as well. And then through relationships with your friends, like that's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Something uh, I'll never forget. Ah, well, that that's so nice. I'm I. Yeah. It's a really nice story. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. <laughs> I appreciate. Thank you. And what about you, Jillian? I mean, Donna and I have very similar stories, so um, she said it very well, but I, same thing with me. I started in figure skating and girls and mixed hockey at the time, and I was um, a little too competitive with the other females in the hockey team. My parents said, you know, um, why don't we go watch ringette? Same thing. I was four or five years old and watched girls ringette and never, never looked back after that. So I grew up in North Bay or just outside of North Bay. So that's the birthplace of Ringette. So it was live and well in our home rink. Um, so I grew up there and then started playing double A for Sudbury. So we did a good commute to play double A. And that was sort of where I thought my Ringette career would end. Um, but then I graduated from high school and moved to Ottawa for university and 
very quickly met a community of what we call ourselves little like university orphans where we all moved for school and had this um, this passion for ringette and we had nowhere to play because we had moved away to school didn't know that we could pick up and and start something so in fact we created the university of ringette um, first ever ringette team for the university of um, ottawa here and it was the first university in ontario to have a ringette team and that was back in 2005 wow um and from there we we won a couple of national championships we competed at really high level ringette um we played exhibition games against team sweden team usa uh, when ottawa hosted the world ringette championships um so it was really it's been a really great experience the same thing as donna some of my best friends are um in the ringette community I, I still play every now and again. I'm a spare in a league in Ottawa, but uh, you know, I, I those are that's been some of the base of my really great friendships have stemmed from Ringette. And as I said, when I moved to university, I really got to know other people from across the country who'd moved to Ottawa, and we have the same passion. And like I said, Ringette's a community, so it brought us together and it helped us through some really kind of lonely times when you're by yourself in school, and it helped now like establishing our base we still play together and now we're looking at coaching um you know I'm still I'm started coaching within the association and some of my uh current teammates former teammates are also coaches on other teams because we've got kids uh the same age group so it's been it's been wonderful for me it's kind of helped keep that that passion alive and I'm thrilled that I I'm able to pass that on to uh, my own children but other kids who are growing up who I'm seeing the passion in their eyes too Wow, you you both have such incredible stories, you know, and competing both at really high levels. And like you were saying, the nationals, like that's amazing. Congratulations. It's it's incredible what you guys are doing. You know, you guys, you know, you went through the competitive side of things when you were younger. And now you're, you know, you're giving back to the next generation, which is extremely empowering and inspiring to, you know, kids that you're, you're teaching to or that you're coaching, you know, it's it's really nice to hear. I I honestly love both your stories. They're they're so they're really really inspiring. And you know, even how you said, you know, you meet people along the way and you know, you guys put together the the ringette team at the University of Ottawa. Like that's incredible and then you got, you know, tons of exciting experiences with that. So, hats off to both of you. You both, you know, are doing great things. Uh I love hearing, you know, everything you guys are doing with the On Prior McNabb Ring at Association um, and what you're doing for all these kids. It's great. Thank you. We uh, we enjoy it. For sure. And I think we're, we're quite fortunate to have Donna coming in, who's bringing another lens to the association that, um, you know, she's bringing some level of competition that uh, others of us couldn't, can't really add. So it's been a huge benefit to have her experience, her contacts and, and, watching her get involved with the kids and on the ice with their teams it's been really it's been really moving to watch um as our community or as our teams come together as a, a ring at community we love it thank you i will say it is difficult not coaching <laughs> but i'm getting used to it i do still ref as joe mentioned so um but yeah stepping aside from coaching has been a, a challenge at times but at least i still get to stay involved Oh, well, that's great. I'm glad that, you know, it seems like you guys have created this amazing team, you know, of people that are dedicating their time um, to providing this for the community. Absolutely. And I think like, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't say thank you to our volunteers, because this 
our not-for-profit association is truly run on all the volunteers who are helping out, be it, you know, dressing room management or coordinating the tournament, doing the ice scheduling and everything in between all of our supporting parents. It makes a big difference when you have a community of support behind you. And that's where we see the most success. And I think that's what's really keeping our association going right now is that we have um, so many people who are interested and are able to help us out. Oh, well, I'm, I'm glad you guys have such a great community support. It sounds like, you know, you're surrounded by a bunch of amazing people that are, that are helping in different ways. I want to thank you guys again, Jillian and Donna, for taking the time to join me on the Ottawa Valley Sports Series podcast. It was a pleasure to speak with you, you both, and learn more about the Ombudsman Ringette Association and yourselves. Um, for those listening and wanting more information, where can they find more information? They can find us on our Facebook page, which is the Empire McNabb um, AMRA Devils uh, Facebook page. So they can just look us up there or AMRA uh, Ringette on Instagram or, of course, on our website. So any through any way through our social media, we also have our website's links. So anywhere there, you can reach out, watch our progress. We'll be posting a lot, promoting our association, and hopefully you'll see us out in the community. We'll be, uh, we have a float for the parade, so you'll see us there waving and wearing our jerseys and representing the association proudly and you'll probably see some teams out in the community doing some fundraising some giving back um and like jonna said food driving around the uh, tournament time so you can find us instagram facebook and in person okay perfect well thanks again so much i really appreciate it